It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, yes, but it's Trump's fault. That seems to be the default response from the White House these days when confronted with a problematic question. The White House has backtracked and now admits that, well, yes, China does have a spy base in Cuba. It has had a spy base in Cuba for years, but we inherited the problem. In other words, it's Trump's fault. Yes, China has been using a secret base in Cuba to spy on the U.S. since at least 2019. Now, this was disclosed last week in an exclusive report by the Wall Street Journal, which prompted an immediate denial from White House spokesperson John Kirby. No, no, China's not spying in Cuba. Okay, well, yes, we did the nose. Monty Python reference. Anyway, the White House official further told the associ- further told the Associated Press on Tuesday that the U.S. intelligence community has considered the Chinese spying from Cuba to be an ongoing matter and not a new development, despite the fact that the White House strongly downplayed reports last week and uh, said, "No, no, no, this this is not that. This is not nothing to work, nothing to see here. Move along, citizen." Bear in mind, Cuba is just 100 miles from Florida and the American Southeast, which hosts dozens of military bases. Politico, now a not a conservative news outlet, has since reported that after initially calling reports inaccurate, the White House is now saying, yeah, okay, they, the Chinese are spying on us, but again, it's Trump's fault. This constitutes a White House acknowledgement that China does have a base of information collecting intelligence gathering operations based out of Cuba. This goes way beyond a few small Chinese spy balloons crossing the American continent, uh, given that uh, the Wall Street Journal report detailed Beijing and Havana, China and Cuba are negotiating a deal worth several billion dollars to establish a cutting edge intelligence gathering base on the island. This would mean China would have an edge in sweeping up electronic communications from the United States as we coordinate efforts between the various military bases all along the southeast coast of the United States. Topic number four, drought in the heartland. Higher food prices are coming and they're already ridiculously high. Farmers in Kansas, for example, you can see on the drought map, the most recent drought map behind me on the screen there, the uh, extreme drought centered on Kansas, also extending into Oklahoma and Nebraska. That is the heart of America's wheat producing belt. Wheat farmers expected to harvest their smallest crop in more than 60 years. Flour mills in Kansas likely will have to buy wheat grown in Eastern Europe. <laughs> well, that that's, that's Ukraine. Uh, which is only shipping grain from the port of Odessa because of a deal worked out by Turkey with the Russians to allow those ships to sail. You know that's going to cost. For decades, Kansas has led the nation in wheat production. The U.S. leads the world in wheat exports, but uh, within the last two years, a drought has withered much of that crop. Now, this year's wheat harvest shaping up to be the smallest since 1957. At the same time, an unusually dry month of May is shaping up to uh, uh, affect our corn crop. And the Corn Belt stretches from uh, North Dakota through uh, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana to uh, Western Ohio. That, uh, according to the international, or rather the National Integrated Drought Information System, the NDIS or NIDIS, uh, an early warning report issued uh, last week saying that 27% of the Midwest is experiencing an abnormally dry period that could lead to drought. This isn't necessarily a doomsday scenario 
for the corn crop here in the Midwest. But a shortage of corn could, uh, or at least a uh, smaller crop than expected, would lead to a surge in corn prices, which uh, again means higher prices at the grocery store. Topic number three, AI libel. The creators of ChatGPT facing a little bit of legal trouble and um, maybe even bigger public relations trouble after the software straight up invented false allegations against a radio host who is now taking them to court. OpenAI, the creators of ChatGPT, being sued by radio host Mark Walters in Georgia in a first-of-its-kind lawsuit. A journalist had asked ChatGPT about Walters, and the chatbot returned information alleging that Walters had embezzled several million dollars from a nonprofit organization. Thing is, it never happened. The case states that journalist Fred Reel asked ChatGPT to summarize a real federal court case by linking to an online PDF. ChatGPT responded by creating a false summary of a case that was detailed and convincing, but wrong in several regards. ChatGPT summary contained factually correct information, but also false allegations against Mark Walters, the radio host, saying that Walters was believed to misappropriated to have misappropriated funds from a gun rights group, a nonprofit called the Second Amendment Foundation, in excess of five million dollars. Walters has never been accused of this, and so he's filing suit. Now, he may have trouble proving his case because the journalist, Fred Reel, who obtained the information from ChatGPT, never published it. But he checked the details with another party. It's not clear how Walters found out about the allegations. But regardless, an artificial intelligence being sued for libel. This will be a very interesting case to see how this develops. And it leads to topic number two today, the first AI pastor. The artificial intelligent chatbot, ChatGPT, asked believers in a fully packed St. Paul's church in the Bavarian town of, pardon my pronunciation, Firth, it's close I think, uh, to rise from the pews and give thanks and praise to the Lord. ChatGPT, a chatbot powered by ChatGPT, personified by an avatar of a bearded black man on a huge screen above the altar, then began preaching to more than 300 people who'd shown up on a Friday morning at a Lutheran conference, an experimental Lutheran church service, almost entirely generated by artificial intelligence. The avatar, speaking words created by ChatGPT, said in a rather expressionless, monotonous voice, Dear friends, it is an honor for me to stand here and preach to you as the first artificial intelligence at this year's convention of Protestants in Germany. (laughs) <laughs> the 40-minute service, including the sermon, the prayers, and the music created by ChatGPT, along with Jonas Simmerlein, a theologian and philosopher from the University of Vienna. Now, in a related story, just last month, Yuval Noah Harari, you may have heard of him. He's a, he's a historian and philosopher who's now become a close advisor of Klaus Schwab, creator of the World Economic Forum. He's also a transhumanist, an atheist, who believes that humanity is the highest form of intelligent life. He's warned that artificial intelligence is now able to compose its own religious texts that would likely attract worshippers. Harari told the AI Frontiers Forum event in Switzerland last month that adherents could potentially at one point be instructed by computers to kill other people. 
Well, that would not be unlike a number of other uh, religions informed by doctrines of demons over the last five or six millennia. Now, again, I say Harari is a transhumanist who believes that we are the highest form of intelligent life and that the only um, immortality that we will ever attain is uh, if we manage to overcome death through technology. And there are transhumanists, prominent transhumanists, who made the argument that anyone who opposes this goal of overcoming death through science is in fact condemning them to an unnecessary death, and that it is this in the rights, it is a moral imperative for transhumanists to resist that opposition by any means necessary. Meaning, transhumanists, atheists, are not immune to this idea that they should kill on behalf of their religion. The followers of Jesus Christ, on the other hand, were never commanded by Christ to do that. We are already promised immortality, in fact, in an incorruptible body, when we are raised up at the last trump. Um, Coming up, erasing women. It seems to be a real trend among progressives. I'll explain next on 5 and 10. Christ compared the days of his return to those of Noah. Genesis 6-4 says, There were giants in the earth in those days. Are we as humans once again about to be brought face to face with a prophesied super race of malevolent giants, literally hell-bent on the destruction of the image of God and his people? What modern-day mystery surrounding Gilgal Raphaim, the ancient wheel of giants, might be linked to a sudden hyper-acceleration of end times prophecy? Skywatch TV is proud to unveil for the first time anywhere, the docuseries that uncovers what Bible scholars have missed for hundreds of years, the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection. When you order this phenomenal new collection, you'll receive the Angels and Giants, the Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD. This groundbreaking new series travels the world and unveils for the first time ever archaeological, cultural, and even spiritual evidence of the existence of fallen angels and giants here on Earth, beings whose allegorical, historical, and even physical handprints have remained purposely hidden behind the veil by wicked, anti-God evildoers. Until now. Join producer and director Rudy Landa, along with Tim Ross and their incredible team of scholars as they travel thousands of miles around the world to investigate dozens of ancient locations like Gilgal Raphaim, known as the Wheel of Giants, the megalithic structure in Israel that many prophecy experts believe was the place of biblical legend where Moses encountered an ancient species of giants when Israel settled in the land of Canaan, and may even be the tomb of King Og, the king of Bashan. Featuring interviews with world-renowned experts in ancient history, biblical theology, and academia, like Dr. Thomas Horn, Doug Vendor, Carl Gallops, L.A. Marzulli, Robert Putty Putman, Fritz Zimmerman, Stephen Wondernick, and Chief Joseph and Dr. Laura Lynn Riverwind, The Angels and Giants, The Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD, brings you face-to-face with the truth about biblical portals, ancient star gods, the Book of Enoch, The rebellion in heaven involving fallen angels that brought about the birth of giants, a race of super beings known as the Nephilim, and the possibility of their imminent return here on earth. 
But that's not all. This brand new collection also includes the Angels and Giants Illuminated Companion DVD. This standalone masterpiece takes you on an expedition of epic proportion. Join as the experts from the Angels and Giants series continue their examination of biblical giants, the Watchers and the Nephilim. You will explore the mysteries of ancient megalithic structures and learn why so many First Nation tribes and civilizations share the same origin stories rooted in the existence of giants and what the Bible has to say about about all of it. Sold separately, these items in the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection hold a retail value of $85. Yours right now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. You can scan the QR code on your screen right now using the camera app on your phone to place the order at the skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection today. Item number one today, LGB versus TQ+. This is really what the transgender movement is all about. Johns Hopkins University, very prestigious, considered um, one of the uh, top medical institutions in the world, but it is uh, getting some pushback from feminists, lesbians in particular, because they've erased the word women from a newly produced inclusive language guide. The definition of the word lesbian... um, describes them as non-men attracted to non-men. Okay, lesbian, a non-man attracted to non-men. Not a woman attracted to other women, but non-men. Now, you can understand why women, feminists especially, might be a little perturbed by this particularly infuriated that the word woman has been removed. Gay male counterparts in this same guide are still called men. Now, supporters of the controversial terms say they are inclusive of transgender men and non-binary people, but critics say they effectively erase a historically oppressed minority, women, on behalf of a tiny minority, less than one half of 1% of the population. Why would progressives want to do that? I argued, let me suggest rather that the ancient spirit of Inanna, the original gender fluid entity on earth, otherwise known as Ishtar, Astarte, Aphrodite, Venus, has been working to erase women for more than 5,000 years. Um, Progressives adopting such enlightened terms for women as birthing persons, pregnant people, and even uterus havers. Dehumanizing, which again is the point, as far as the principalities and powers behind the scenes are concerned. Uh, It's perhaps not a coincidence that the definition at Johns Hopkins University was greenlighted by Paula Neira, who's the program director of LGBTQ plus equity and education at Johns Hopkins, uh, who is himself transgender identifies as a woman, but I'm sorry if you're an XY, you're still a man. Skywatch TV, looking at the uh, construction of the framework, the infrastructure for the One World Government. One World Rising is our spring virtual conference, and it continues now, which means even though we launched it, uh, well, weeks ago, you still get 90 days access when you sign up to more than two dozen presentations from the likes of Colonel David Giamona, Pastor Carl Gallops, Rabbi Zev Poret, Tom Horn, of course, 
yours truly and many others. The complete list of speakers is available at DefenderConference.com. That's the website, DefenderConference.com. As a free bonus when you sign up, you not only get access to all of these presentations, you get access to all six Skywatch Films documentaries, including the two award winners, uh, Silent Cry, The Darker Side of Trafficking, and Inhuman, The Next and Final Phase of Man is Here, both of them. Winners at the Telly Awards. Um, instant access, full HD for 90 days. Take advantage of this now at DefenderConference.com. We depend on your support, and uh, every time we get a donation, we want to send out a thank you. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, trying to keep postage, co- postage costs manageable, and during the month of June, our thank you for your support of any amount is the book Lawless, edited by Terry James. Find out more and support the work we do with Skywatch TV and Whispering Ponies Ranch at skywatchtv.com. You'll find a donate button there, bright red donate button, or you can uh, log into skywatchtvstore.com or call us toll-free, 844-750-4985. Boy, we're in the middle of a four-week series with special guests, Rudy Landa, film producer and director, uh, Doug Van Dorn, pastor, author, researcher, about one of the more spectacular topics in the Bible, and that is the existence of giants. The stones are crying out. There is physical evidence out there. And this week on Skywatch TV, we talk about the Serpent Mound of Bashan. It is a quarter of a mile from Gilgal, Rephaim. Doug Van Dorn is the one who discovered it. He mentioned it in his book published in 2013, Giants, Sons of the Gods. It's now available, by the way, as a new and and updated edition. But uh, the topic of discussion this week and uh, during this series is the new docuseries directed by Rudy Landa called Angels and Giants, The Watchers and the Nephilim. Don't miss it. Our broadcast schedule is posted at skywatchtv.com slash channels, but you can watch the video right now at the website, skywatchtv.com, or on Roku or Apple TV. If you've got a set-top box, make sure you've got the Skywatch TV app installed on that box, or you can uh, check us out on our new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash skywatchtvnow, our Rumble channel, rumble.com slash skywatchtv, or our mobile app. Maybe that's the best option because it bypasses the gatekeepers of big tech, brings the content from our servers, well, a Christian company that produces the app for us, but they won't cancel us, and it brings it right to your device. iOS, Android, Amazon, Kindle, Fire, phones or tablets, all of our video content is there, and uh, we've got links to the app stores at our website to make it easy to find the one that's right for your device. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.